Free Talk, 930 WFMD. It's award-winning Frederick County Sports Weekend with interviews with local coaches and players. Here's your host, Steve Nibbs. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we're continuing to interview the Frederick County High School head football coaches. And my guest today is the head football coach at Walkersville High School, Mr. Joe Polis. And Joe, thank you for taking some time and uh, welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Really appreciate it. My pleasure, Joe. Always uh, fun to talk football with you. Uh, We were talking earlier, this is year 27 for you as far as coaching football. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And number uh, 16th year at Walker's Road, last 13 consecutive years. Last, yeah, last 13 in a row, yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, 16 total. How, t- how we were saying how time does go by very quickly. Looking back, uh, to give a little bio of yourself, Joe, those who may not know Joe Polis, uh, uh, give us a little background on on head okay. coach Joe Polis. All right. Well, my first uh, year coaching was actually at the Victor Cullen Academy. Um, I worked up there, and uh, the head coach was Dave Dose, who uh, had coached in college, and he's done some some big things over in Carroll County, him and his wife, Kim. But he gave me my start. I, I coached there one year. Then I coached three years at Middletown uh, under Coach Tim Ambrose and Dave Grove. And those guys taught me a ton about football. Uh, came to Walkersville, got to work with uh, Coach Hal Grohl and Coach Dave Schrodel, which those guys are, you know, uh, legendary coaches. Yes. And then I went to and I uh, got to coach with uh, Dave Carruthers, um, <laughs> who is one of one you know one of the best all time. Yep. Um, and then I uh, came back to Walkersville, worked a year with Ryan Hines, and then I became the head coach and. Uh, haven't looked back since. Indeed, Joe, and they're very fortunate uh, to have you out there at Walkersville. Looking back this past year and and being around the county as long as you have, what was uh, your thoughts, uh, takeaways from this past year and a half from what we've had to deal with? Well, I mean, it's been tough. I think, you know, it's, it's really been hard, probably more more so on the, on the student-athlete Um you know, the, the spring season was good. I mean, you know, it took us a little while to get them in. Um, you know, for us, it was even a little more tricky because you know, we didn't have any home games. Uh, you know, when there was fields of snow covered, we had to practice at Utica Park or in the gym. Uh, so there was definitely some challenges. But the kids overcame all the obstacles. Uh, we had a super talented team in the spring and made it to the county championship. And uh, really a player two away from being county champion. So it really says, on about you know the resiliency of the student athletes here at Walgersville. What were your thoughts, Joe, as far as you know what the different protocols and all that that you've had to deal with? What did it bring to mind? What what do you uh, uh, appreciate it more? Um, you know, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, we definitely we definitely appreciate it more. I mean, I feel like the protocols work. You know, at times, obviously, you know. You didn't want to follow. Obviously, we followed them, but you know it could be, you know, maybe a little bit more of a pain or whatever. But they absolutely worked. Um, we didn't have any transmission of uh, 
of COVID in our in our program from football or related activities. So I feel like, you know, the return to play committee did a great job with all the protocols and uh, they had us ready to go. That was always that that was very fortunate and and certainly um I think one of the big things that took place was the fact that the kids got back to seeing each other. And that was just as, you know, that was almost, if not better, than actually getting a chance to play the sport. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, just getting them together, uh, you know, it was a little bit of a filling out period there in uh, in February. Um, you know, everybody's a little, you know, I don't want to say hesitant, but right. it just took a while to want them to get back in the flow, get back socialized, and get back with each other. Um, by the time we played our first game, I mean, the kids were really comfortable. And, uh, you know, it was just a really positive experience. It was very fortunate that we that Fair County was able to do that. I know, Joe, you and other coaches and the players uh, are glad, especially the seniors, to at least get some finality to uh, their years at their school. Um, taking... Oh, absolutely. I mean, think about for our seniors, I mean, we, we – I mean, we won games in the spring against uh, Oakdale, against Langanore, and against Urbana. I mean, for, you know, 2A school like Walkersville, it's a pretty big deal. In, so, indeed it was. Seniors had a great a great experience, some uh, some great closure to their careers, and they got to get out there together, uh, you know, for, for one last season, which I, I know, especially as they get older, will mean a lot to them. Indeed it will, Joe. You're exactly right. Looking back at the spring season now, let's take a – and move forward now in a in an unusual uh, shortened time, the turnover time. But what are you looking at this coming fall? How many returners, uh, et cetera? Well, I mean, we had a really, really good senior class in the spring. So we got a lot of new guys. Um, guys returning is, I mean, our number one returning guy is Jeremiah Franklin. He's, yeah. uh, he, you know, he's a Boston College commit. Uh, he's, this is his third year starting on varsity for us. Um, he, preseason, he would have to probably be the considered, if not the top, the top one of the top, at least two players in Frederick County. Um, so, so you know, he's going to be a big focal point of what we do on offense and defense. Um, we were able to get some guys some experience, um, uh, so that's going to help them, even though they weren't starters. Um, so they'll so they'll be ready. Uh, uh, Albizu Plamo on the line. Uh, Malik Bowie has, has had a great summer. Our linebacker Gabe Johnson's been great. Um, Ronnie Lopez in the backfield. Jay Sean Fulton. Uh, he's he's been outstanding all summer. Corner and working out. So we definitely have some guys uh, who who worked hard, who are ready to go, ready to take that next step in the fall. Joe, did you find? Or uh, have you, you and your staff found that you've had to um, make some adjustments uh, with the the way you're doing things for the younger players because they were this is their first opportunity to quote do it the normal way. Yeah, I mean we definitely have. I mean, and it's really not a hundred percent normal right now, but it, it's close. Um, yeah, and then they haven't. You know, there's some, there's some kids who are going into the 10th grade that haven't spent a whole lot of time in this building. So we've kind of had to slow things down, um, you know, probably a little bit more lenient with with some things um, as as opposed in the past. 
you know, before COVID, you know, we had some hard and fast rules, you know, just, we've been a little bit more accepting of some things and trying to work with kids and get them back into the flow and, uh, you know, trying to, to get them going and, you know, try to create positive experiences for them. You look at this year uh, that Walker's role, the Lions will be competitive in, in, in your season, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to be competitive. I, you know, I felt like you know we got some work to do, especially up front on the offensive line. Skill position wise, we're, we're going to be we're going to be just fine. You know, it seems to be like like that's the scenario every year. But I, you know, we'll, we'll definitely get it done, and we're definitely going to be competitive, especially in the two way. You you like the way the setup is for the uh, playoffs, show. You had that one season to do it. Um, is that are they going in the right direction? You know, that's a good question. I mean, part of me says yes, and part of me says no. I personally like the 10-game regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt like every with yeah. the nine-game season, every week was a homecoming or senior night for somebody. Right. And then, you know, one year you have, I think that, that the 19 year, I think we had four home games and five away. So it's nice to have, you know, the five home games every year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were on the road for both playoff games, so we, you know, I think we had four home games and uh, seven away games. So that, that uh, I yeah, get so, that. I mean, it, you know, they, they, the way I mean, the way they they're doing it, they can't really, you know, get everybody that deserves to be in the playoffs in the playoffs without expanding. So I, I appreciate that fact. Right. Um, you know, in my eyes, they should always. You know, everything in Maryland seems to be set up by county, but I f- always felt like. You know, we're in the two A West. Our schedule should be whoever else is in the two A West, and then, you know, it, it all gets played out on the field. Exactly, and you know, I I've always had the opinion that expanding it, uh, seeding it differently, to me, um, at least you're you're separating the really good teams that and and so they meet later down the road. And that's what you want to work for is get right. the best. That, that part of it, yeah, that's an excellent point that you bring up. Uh, the reseeding after the round two is, is 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 a huge deal. I mean, you know, for us here at Walkersville, I mean, 2011, 2012, uh, us in Middletown were probably the two best teams in, uh, in 2A. We played in the regional final. And then, obviously, 2017, uh, us in Damascus were the best teams by far in the 2A, and we played in the regional final. So those three years, this this kind of a rule uh, directly impacted Walker. So we sh- most likely should have been in the state finals and we were in the regional finals. Yeah, that's the that's the point. I, I like to see him separate them even, you know, because, uh, you know, it, it, I, I talk about this a lot, the fact that athletics in Federal County are um, – uh, can be matched by no one as far as I'm concerned. I mean, year in, year out. And it's a shame that you have, for example, you in Walkersville, you you in Middletown and and Oakdale, for example, um, don't see each other. Maybe, you know, look at a state file because you could be more than likely the two best teams in the state yeah you one of you doesn't get there right yeah no absolutely and even and that was the i mean our 2019 season you know you're looking at yeah. that schedule i mean the, we ended the schedule playing middletown 
I'm sorry, playing Oakdale Middletown. Oakdale Middletown. That was a month. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, that's a brutal. You know, you throw in a game, a game against, you know, Langenor earlier in the year. I mean, that that's a that's a stretch of season that uh, two A teams around the state don't play. Oh, absolutely. So in Frederick County, we do. Indeed, indeed, and I know it certainly prepares the teams that are able to advance. That's for sure. No, it gives us an advantage. Yes. whoever comes out, it's just like you're saying, it'd be nice to see more teams come out and play at that, you know, that state level, which, yeah. I mean, the way they're doing it now, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. I I'm not so sure in 2020, you know, I, I, don't, I didn't get to see obviously all the other two, a teams, right. but walkers of Middletown were very, very good in two a, you know, yes. I, I'm, I feel like that that could have shaken out that way. If we would have had a quote unquote, normal 2020 season, it could have been a, Walkersville, Middletown, down in Annapolis, battling it out. That would that would that would be uh, a, gr- a nice thing to see at some point in time, Joe. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Looking back, and, probably and sell some tickets. To that <laughs> game, yeah, I think I think so. Absolutely. Um, looking back, Joe, you've you were talking earlier about your steps along the way here in this journey of yours, and the coaches that you had the pleasure of working with. Was there Anything from any of those guys that stuck with you that you still use today? Oh, I use a little something from all of them. Yeah. I mean, every single one of them, assistant coaches and, and head coaches. And sometimes the, 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 the assistant might get, you know, I don't want to say forgotten, but, you know. Right, right. When I was at Middletown, Tim Ambrose is, is outstanding, but Dave Grove is also outstanding. Yes, and he might not get talked about as much, but I learned a lot about from offense from him, and yeah. you know, obviously mm-hmm. Coach Trodel and Coach Grawl and Coach Carruthers, they all taught me so much um, about football. So it was, it, you know, I've been blessed in my career um, to work with some great guys. And that's what we do as head coaches, though. We 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 uh, take a little from everybody that we and something that we liked, and we make it. Yeah, a little a little twist of our own and use it. Right, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. pass. You know, I appreciate those guys passing stuff on yeah. on to me. Indeed, so. and I think that speaks volumes for why we have continued to be uh, who we are here in Frederick County. Right, absolutely, no question about it. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to do the same. I got a couple of young uh, coaches on my staff. I mean, Tyler Thompson, he's a, he's a you know former Linganore great player and played at Monmouth, and you know he he'll be the next uh, you know really successful head coach somewhere here in Frederick County. Well, no that, question that, in my mind about that. That's what we want to hear, Joe. Was there? Do you have a saying or a quote, or do do you do it year by year? For the kids, that you like, it's, it's mostly yeah. Well, there's not really one that we stick with. I mean, I mean, we 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 do take it year by year. I mean, I guess the the, the one thing um, is that you know we're really big on every player, every play. Um, that's mm-hmm. probably been the one that's 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 been through all the all the all the years that I've been here, and just making sure and getting kids just to buy into playing their absolute hardest on every single play. No matter what happened on the last play, that short-term memory. Don't worry about the don't <laughs> right, yeah. Just play the next play. No matter what happens, line up and play the next play. Don't worry about the score. Don't worry about anything. 
line up and play the next play as hard as you can. If you if you can do that enough times, you're going to win a lot of football games. Indeed, Joe, you've been in the in the coaching ranks uh, for 27 years now. Is there one or two aspects of of coaching that you have learned over the years that are central to building a solid program? Well, I mean, to me, it all starts in the weight room. Um, You have to be strong. I mean, you know, to play physical football, you have to be strong. You know, these young people, uh, strength, uh, to me, strength builds confidence. Confidence is the key to being successful. So you have to lift. You have a a football program and and you're not, you know, dedicated to, to running a strength program. You're just kidding yourself. I mean, you, you have to be strong and you have to lift weights. You know, the other thing is just, you know, play fundamentally sound, uh, disciplined football. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of the concepts, you know, might seem simple, but, uh, you know, they, they last through the years. You know, if you can, if you can block and you can tackle, you, you can run the ball, you, you don't have turnovers, uh, you're going to win a heck of a lot of high school football games. Indeed. Looking back, Joe, back in your youth, what was it uh, about the game of football that got you hooked? I mean, I think it's the camaraderie. Um, and, you know, you just being part of something. And you know, football, to me, is the greatest game because it takes, you know, it takes all 11 guys at one time doing their, doing their exact job to make it work. Um, you know, you don't always have that in other sports where, you know, your Le- your LeBron or your Michael Jordan can can take over and and uh, and dominate a game of football. You know, everybody's got to everybody's got to do their job uh, to make it work. And you know, it's also you think about football. There's a little bit. Of, there's there's something for everybody. Everybody type, um, all kinds of different mentalities. So you know, you're, you're a great big guy. You know, can be a star, offensive or defensive lineman. You know, you, you have your skilled guys, your quarterback, all that. But there's it, it so many different, uh, you know, body types or, or levels of athletic ability that can all be successful on the football field. As long as you're willing to, you know, to, to work hard in the weight room and play as, as hard as you absolutely can, you got a chance to be successful. What position did you play, Joe? I played linebacker and I played tight end. Did you like the defensive side better than the offense? Yeah, yeah, I was a, yeah, I was a man in the line, yep. absolutely. I kind of, I kind of thought that. Where'd you play, Joe? I, mean, I, I went to Walkersville. Did you go? You went to you. So you were went to Walkersville High. Oh, that's I did. That's that's a very. Uh, I, I I wasn't aware of that. That's a very special has special meaning for you then. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know. Yep. To be to come back to yeah. your alum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then we, uh, you know, both my kids also went here. So, uh, yeah, we're Walkersville people. That's for sure. Yeah, and then mom and dad are involved as well. But I, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't remember that. So that's that's. I know that's a very special place for uh, for you to be, Joe. Um, looking back, as far as coaching, was there a moment where you th- thought? You know, that's what I want to do. Uh, it was probably when I was doing the Middletown in the Middletown staff. I mean, I have a great uh, friend named Lauren Rydenauer. Uh He's still yes. he's P over there. Yes, and, Lauren's uh, a good guy. Yeah, he was a yeah great guy, and uh, you know, we coached uh, JV football together there for for a number of years. And uh, 
you know, sometime in that in that uh, span there. I mean, just you know, the great camaraderie that we had and uh, with the kids and all that. And you know, we still see some of those guys now. We work with uh, <laughs> Lee Palmer is one of the first uh, group of kids that uh, I coach at Middletown. He, he works here as, in the PE department at Walkersville as well. It, having those relationships, that's that's one of the keys, I think, uh, and something that I enjoyed, and probably. What meant more to me, Joe, uh, m- maybe even more so than winning a, a, a championship, was when those kids came back to talk and see see you and tell you how they appreciated what you did. No, exactly. That is a very big part of it, and seeing them, you know, getting, you know, when they get married and have kids and yes. have a successful career and those type of things is is very very rewarding. That's that you can't beat that, Joe. That's for sure. Uh, we're starting to, unfortunately, run a little short on time, and it always oh, goes by quickly, Joe. Especially, oh, when, absolutely. You know, when I'm talking with you about football, I, I certainly enjoy it. But, I, no, absolutely. Uh, Thank I, you. I want to wish you the very best, Joe, uh, uh, this coming season and the seasons to come out there at Walkersville. I know Mike is very appreciative that you're there, and the people of Walkersville of what you've done with that program and continued success. And thank you for your time today. Oh, no, Steve. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. And I hope you guys have a great fall over there as well. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we will see you next week. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. Radio 930, WFMD Frederick. A connoisseur media radio station. One o'clock.